Hi. Do you like my voice? It's very, you know. I love your quiet storm voice. I'm giving you quiet storm slash 188 blow me (laughs) vibes. Call into my hotline. Oh, yeah. On the hotline. (laughs) On the hotline. Oh, my God. That was, oh, Jesus. Have mercy. (laughs) Inappropriate. Blue stars. (laughs) It, the most inappropriate album I had ever inappropriate, but teenager. at the right time for me, eighth grade. For oh, is it? Well, wait a minute. Blue Stars was eighth grade for you. For me, yes. What year did you graduate? Oh seven. What the fuck? So I was in. Oh my god, I was in sixth grade listening to Blue Stars. I repent. Nasty girl. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of On the Rocks with Ash and Kiki. Hi, guys. Yes, it is me. It is Kiki. Yes, I love you. Yes, I'm writing. I don't have anything. Um, (laughs) It is in me, Ash T. Do you love me? Are you writing? (laughs) Well, you know, Kiki, do you love me? I have convinced my little cousin that I slid into Drake's DM to get uh, a shout out. And she <laughs> believes me. So y'all please don't tell on me. But yes, she she willingly believes that I slid into Drake's DMs to get a shout out on In My Can Feelings. Can we name the episode Kiki Do You Love Me? That's please. what I was going to name it. See, we already, we on the same page, honey. We here, girl. We here. We're kindred. We see each other. We see each other. Yes. Um, do you have any big ups? I just want to send a quick big ups to some Charleston locals here called the Cocktail Bandits. Yeah, um, they just released <laughs> their first book. Um, they are two black amazing women who just released their first book of cocktails. Mm-hmm. Um, follow Holy them on spirits, right? The Holy Spirits. His name. Anyway, um, <laughs> shout out to them. They just had their book release party this past Friday. And I'm you very can follow them um on Instagram at C O C T A I L S Bandits. So shout out to them. Black Girl Magic. Yes, Black Girl Cocktail Magic. Yes. Yes, ma'am. Um That's my I- shout out. My big ups is going to Miss Daphne Glenn. So Daphne was an upperclassman during my first year at Upstate when I was in college. And I have watched Daphne just do amazing work. So Daphne is is a children's, well, no, she's an author. She's a speaker. And also she's an advocate for literacy amongst children of color. Woo woo. So, you know, reading is fundamental to Miss Daphne Glenn. Okay. But um, basically, Daphne is the author of two very adorable children's books. She started with um, Brown Boy, which I bought. And I actually, I have the book in my library, but there aren't, I don't have any young boys in my life. Everyone in, everyone I know who has kids, they have girls. So the Brown Boy book is just sitting in my library. Comma pause, however. Shout out to Deja. Um, she has just released Brown Girl, which is 
a book that I plan on buying for all of the little brown girls in my life. And I'm just so very excited because her first book was amazing. And it was to the point where I was like, I either need to have a brown boy myself or like <laughs> go adopt one or like do something. But the books are just so amazing. They're so inspiring about the power that it'll be these babies in our next in this next generation coming up there's so much that in a world full of turmoil there's so much that we can do to set the stage and let them know from a young age that they've got a village behind them of people who believe that you know they can be anything they want to be so I want to thank Daphne and shout her out um, Daphne, Daphne has a master's in education and she is also one of the top she's in the top 20 under 40 by the South Carolina Black Pages so she is all types of melanated magic whoop whoop yes so that is my big up shout out to all the authors and writers out there it's oh god oh my god hard work writing uh, and uh, staying concentrated to write and inspired so to be published is a big effing deal I have another one. I'm sorry. Another author, because you said author. Um, a friend of mine who I've met through the wedding industry, her name is Octavia Simone. And she just released, because she's done two books so far, but she just released her newest book. And it's called The Fixer, and it's available on Amazon. I will put the link up to that. Like, y'all know what, y'all know now that we're Instagram savvy, we're going to put all of the IG and social media information for the people we shout out but we just want to make sure that we give a platform to women in general who are out here doing amazing things so if y'all have anyone that y'all would like for us to highlight in our big up section please comment on our IG comment give us a like give us a DM in it our IG is O-T-R-P-O-D yeah all right enough of the positivity (laughs) (laughs) let's get to the mess yes yeah, rubs hands like Birdman. You can go first. I do want to say that I'm not sipping on any, on anything. I um just came from church, so um, the, the only reason I'm not sipping on anything. Is that I, what you say? <laughs> I said that's the only reason. Oh, okay. I mean, <laughs> hey, even even Jesus drank wine. Hey. But, um, I'm not sipping on anything only because I'm actually still half dead. I worked a very huge event last night, and um, I ju- and I just sat in, sat in class for five hours. So while I need a drink, I don't have the energy to go downstairs and myself <laughs> one. And Lamp is doing homework. So, but shout out to my boo. He started his MBA classes this week. So very proud. Yeah, get me some MBA dollars so I can spend some MBA coin. Yeah. Mm, yes. Yes. But speaking of dollars. Um, Nicki Minaj has made too much money to be acting like she is on social media. I don't know <sighs> what is going on with her. I don't like. I think Nicki is on drugs. Like, you seriously. and Joe Budden agree seriously, on that. And, and not even the good if, drugs, the if dolls. A crack, if a crackhead tells you that somebody is on drugs, they're like the litmus test. A well-known, like, documented crackhead such as Joe Budden. Mm-hmm. Sis, we got problems. Pucha. Nikki, I don't know what's going on with you, sis, but um, you need to get your shit together. Like, I, I seriously, my opinion, think she has hit a wall creatively with her music and her image because we've been over the Barbie shit for like 
the past five years and with her industry we have so many female rappers trying to come up in her image but kind of differentiate themselves and it's so if you go on ig shout out to instagram once again there's so many female rappers out there Mm -hmm. we got a lot of dolls (laughs) <laughs> I really don't understand what can someone explain to me what is the doll movement about because there's only, cash doll there's, there's only one doll, doll I acknowledge and that's cash doll but apparently there's dream doll Asian dream doll, doll Cuban doll yeah there's Cuban doll Next did I say Asian it's a Korean doll like oh no that would be Asian sorry Australian I... doll African doll Central America doll. Antarctica doll. These dolls are, I think they're naming themselves dolls to diss Nicki Minaj, am I? Because on, no, her her fans are Barb's, right? Yes. So automatically, if this was five years ago, I'd be like, isn't Nicki Minaj like the main doll? But I think people are trying to come up and differentiate themselves from her. And I think she's hit a wall creatively and she doesn't know where to go because the music is stale. The videos are stale. King Kong, King Kong, like. King Kong. King Kong. We need something King new. For, we've been begging for something new for her for the past couple of years now. Like, my hang thing, it up, sis. My thing, flat screen. Flat screen, <laughs> sis. I I just feel I ju- I just genuinely do not understand. Like, well, number one, creatively, I don't understand what the problem is because with the type of access that she has and the reputation she has built for herself, I don't understand. How is it hard to get a team together? Like, is is it something where her record label is just like, okay, we want we want out? Like, what is Cash Money doing? Because I just feel like putting that, all their money behind Drake. Who are we gonna talk about that? <laughs> so, <laughs> I just genuinely feel like Nicki Minaj has the type of capital in this industry where she's deserving of a team that would say like if she wanted to go in a different direct because I was I was gonna try and avoid bringing up this situation but I feel like the only way to make the point is to kind of bring it up so you and I have both seen um what was that the L magazine article Oh, oh god yes so yeah. she mentioned how she wants to move into a new direction because she's like you know I used to be out here and you know I was in a relationship blah blah but you know now I'm single for the first time and I'm not attached and you know I only want to give my body to a king hotel shit what, whatever I'm not gonna get into the statements that followed after that because that's none of my black ass business but what I'm gonna say is that is I feel like there is an opportunity to talk about how I've got all this success, but I want to find someone who I can share it with. Everyone knows single birds love singing about what type of man they wish they could have, how they want to be in love. Look at the success of Boot Up. Like, there, <sighs> there was a... Let's not, let's not do it. Let's not. Stop making remixes to Boot Up. Stop making remixes that nobody fucking asked for. That too, but you ain't heard that. Oh my god. Oh, but um, I <sighs> just feel like it, it's. I feel like everyone else can move their music with like their life. We always talk about how people want to knock Jay Z because after a certain point, he wasn't rapping about selling crack no more. That wasn't his life. 
Like he was talking about owning businesses and four hundred one k's and building capital. Was we? I wish I wish y'all would stop with this argument about. Uh, I don't understand how you know Jay Z and Beyonce can encourage us to like go into business or like be business savvy, but then they're capitalists. Y'all think too much. No shade. Anyways, but I just feel like this is a missed mark for Onika. Like she had a chance to really create something based off of where she was in life where she is in life currently but she's doing this ping pong game where on one hand you've got these songs like rich sex which negate what you're kind of saying but then you've got these other songs like chun lee and like i'm king kong and i'm this and i'm that and i'm that bitch and just like okay where are we going with this i just and then this the amount of media training and the amount of money that has been spent on preparing Nicki Minaj to deal with the media. I genuinely do not understand this trend of her jumping into people's DMs and this whole this whole clapback culture is bullshit in my opinion. Every time her and on, Chance the Rapper. First of all. If I, I had an eighth of either of their paychecks, first of all, I wouldn't even be on Twitter. Thank you. Thank you. I'd be making more money and living my life and not giving a fuck what somebody has to say about me on social media. That's just me. Mm-hmm. I'm still mad at her for what she said to Alonzo Arnold. But once again, Alonzo has had the last laugh several times over. So I'm not even go go. Is back he the to- weight guy? Yes. I love him. Okay. That's why. Uh, okay. Okay. I'm fine. He's not her wig guy. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I know. He needs to be. (laughs) I've seen him. He's a miracle worker, okay? Get Rance Allen to get him a theme song. But I think in order for her music to grow, Nikki has to grow as well. And I don't see the growth happening within her, clearly. Mm -hmm. And that's sad. So um, I can't expect much from her music anymore. And Nikki, I don't want it. I don't want the album. Most of I'm disappointed. I'm disappointed because she should know better um so that's all i have to say about that um an interesting little bit of tea has surfaced about her label mate drake slash aubrey graham um quick quick overview (laughs) scorpion is a good project it's never gonna top nothing was the same so i want y'all to stop expect nothing will ever top nothing was the same i'm sorry i don't believe really I don't believe that Drake can get nothing was the same as a flawless. What was album on nothing was the same. Nothing was the same as the um album with Tuscan Leather and shit. I can't. The crazy thing is I can't remember the names of the songs. But if I was to like, play was that them, like worst behavior era? Yes, worst behavior and all okay. that is on that album. So I hear a lot of people keep saying that, and I'm like, here's the thing. Y'all are gonna, there are plenty of artists who've got work and it never tops it. The important thing is to focus on the quality that they are giving you. So I have a confession. I liked the rap side, side A, more than I like the R&B side, side B. I don't know what it was. It's just, oh, well, actually, I do know why. I'm a messy, I'm a messy hoe who lives for drama. You're a messy bitch that lives for drama. So you liked all the tea. Yeah. So that he spilled on himself. He he did. But and in my opinion, I feel like I'd rather spill tea about myself before one of you messy ass bitches can lie and <laughs> spill it for me. Which is what happened inevitably. 
so we've got side A where a lot of people are like, you know, some of these songs, like, it's a, what was it? I kept hearing people say, well, I think these are shots, but I'm not really sure why these shots are happening. So our good buddy, Joe Budden, I don't know. Our good crack, I'm sorry, reformed crackhead. Yeah. I don't know if it's been. Oh, I don't know if it's because he has a new baby who's really cute, but I don't hate Joe Budden as much. I still hate him, but like where I was at like an 80% with hate, I'm not like a 60. I just see him as the old man that sits on the porch that yells at people to get off of his lawn. Because remember <laughs> last year, he was like, was it Lil Yachty who said he was yes, happy? And he was, was like, why are you happy? He was like, why are you happy? It's like, Joe, just the same way you used to see that white powder before you shoveled it up your nose. Kiki. That's how he feels without having to use drugs. So what's the problem? KK. Hmm? Okay. <laughs> but our good sis Joe Budden decided he wants to spill some tea. So, <clears throat> I'm going to explain this to y'all. And Kiki, stop me if you hear anything or you have any questions <laughs> that you want to be like, excuse me about. So, y'all, this is from the desk of Joe Budden via his podcast. So, <laughs> there is a song on, um, well, there are like three songs on the side A part of Scorpion. I want to say, what in the hell is lamp? I'm sorry, y'all. I just got distracted because I smell burning. So I feel like my fiance is burning something in this house. That's I'm okay. sorry. Can you edit this out? Oh. There is no edit button. We keep it authentic over here. Hold on, y'all. I need to go yell at my fiance really quick. Hold on. Okay. Um, I'm just going to sit with y'all while Ashton's house is probably on fire. Um, happy Sunday to everybody out there. <laughs> and we, I guess we'll just wait for Ashley to come back, guys. Okay? Okay, y'all, okay, I'm back. <laughs> We're back. Ashley still has a home intact. Um, I just want to go on record that marriage is simply adopting an overgrown man-child. Back to Drake. <laughs> back to Drake. <laughs> Sorry for the burnt scrambled eggs that distracted me. <laughs> so, um, yeah, there are several songs on Scorpion. I want to say the first one where it's mentioned is Elevate. Then it's also mentioned on Emotionless. And then it's the main, like, dagger is on Mob Ties. In particular, there's a part where Mob Ties is like all that lovey-dovey shit, I'm your brother shit. That is the line that someone was like, wait a minute, what, what is this, ha- what is happening? So, we find out that, I don't, know if in, I don't know if it's not common knowledge, but Drake was originally one of the main contributors on the Ye album. In particular, it was a situation of, I want to say that's actually what fueled the drama between he, Pusha, and Kanye. So, Around the time that Drake began to do work on Ye, he was in Wyoming, Drake finds out that the woman who is his child's mother is pregnant, and he does not tell too many people, but he tells Kanye because at this point, he feels like Kanye is a person who he can confide in, and because Kanye is a father, 
he can offer him some insight. So he explains that in the beginning stages, he's not really sure what to do, mainly because he wants to get a DNA test just to make sure. Because as he says on March 14th, he, he met that woman twice and he fucked her once. Niggas, Drake is such a hoe. It takes <laughs> one time, y'all. One time. That's so nasty. He didn't use protection. Y'all know Drake don't use protection. <laughs> I'm not surprised by that at all, unfortunately. Drake, you're nasty. But you nasty. But um, basically... Drake kind of has like these doubts because he's like, how could, and I guess he thought, how is it that I will be smashed one time and I got her pregnant? And all of those doubts, <laughs> he ba- he's very, what's the word? He's very open with the fact that he's skeptical. And he's also very open about the idea that this is not the life that he had envisioned for himself. And he is very vulnerable with Kanye. So, March comes around and he's I want to say they've already gotten the DNA test by this time and he's actually trying to do more with his son but now it's a situation where the mother's kind of like I can call the shots I can do what I want to do so Drake is like you know let me go ahead and show you that I want to be a good dad and all this stuff and I feel like a lot of people miss the fact that if Drake was going to name his Adidas line, Adidon. How is it that he was not gonna be in his child's life? Uh, maybe I, maybe I don't. Maybe that's just me, but I don't get it. Either way, Kanye. I don't knows. think the narrative was being pushed that he was a deadbeat. I think the narrative out there was that he was trying to keep everything secret. That was the exact words that Pusha T used. Like he was like, "You're a deadbeat." Like that's, well, that's what Pusha T's narrative. Yeah, we, that's we knew that T since last year. And no shade, niggas. I'm not. I'm not even gonna talk about how you niggas were so hype over stale T. I'm not gonna drag y'all about that. Either way, long story medium. Kanye took all of this information because he knew Pusha was working on the Daytona project, and they, form- they formulated this plan <laughs> to bait Drake with whatever that song name was, and. They were like, okay, we're going to bait Drake. And this is what Pusha will have as like his promo and all this stuff. You mean and, the story of Adion? Mm-hmm, that, and that is how we are now in the situation that we are in. It also leads to a situation of Jay-Z have, happening to step in and say, as much as, as much as people think Jay-Z and Drake don't get along, Jay-Z and Drake have I guess what is just like a comrade type of relationship where they talk trash, but Drake, like Kendrick and J. Cole. I have no comment about those hotels. Um <laughs> but just like a mutual respect. Yeah. And Drake has always said, regardless of what happens, Hove is always gonna be one of he has said many times, Jay-Z and Lil Wayne are two people in the industry who have mentored him to the point that they could literally toss him to the side and he will never say anything foul or wish any wrong on those two people. So it gets back 
to Jay-Z that this has happened. Jay-Z kind of pulls Drake to the side. They have a conversation. And that is how the collaboration about talk about or talk it up or whatever comes to be. So, so y'all, that is the tea about Kanye bitch-ass West selling out for literally selling, selling someone out like that. A friend and a person who's working on your album because probably because he knew nobody was really checking for Pusha T's album. I would, I want better for Tiana Taylor. I just want to put that out there. She has to want better for herself. <laughs> Petunia, yeah, right. Oh, come on, God. Petunia. Come on, Petunia. You Petunia got- was supposed to release a remastered version of her album that included her features that weren't originally on her album because she said, "quote." They felt pressured to put the album out on a certain time, even though you had a streaming party. And when, of course, once again, her fans asked, hey, where's the remastered album with features? She said, I don't know. I guess we're not going to get it. Child. Then has the nerve to announce a joint album with um, Ty Dolla Sign. I don't but that Nehu-ass nigga. I like his features. I mean... Let me, let me I don't have a problem with him. Ty Dawson looks like a demon. He sounds wonderful. He looks like a demon. So does Crackhead Chris, but we're not on that. Felon Chris? Anyway. <laughs> that is, that's all I got in pop culture talk. Nothing else really interesting. Y'all, um, there's this weird thing where like, uh, oh yeah, Future got another one of Bow Wow's ex is pregnant. And it's all this drama about that. <laughs> I I don't. How are y'all still getting pregnant by future? A man who blatantly says his kids have to come last because he is a rapper. <laughs> How are y'all still spreading y'all's y'all's legs for this nigga? He How? said in open court that his children have to understand that he's a superstar. Open fucking court. How? <laughs> How? How? In my J in my in that damn J Cole voice. How? How? He said, "Deal with it." I, I just, I don't understand. I don't understand. I don't understand. Excuse me. I don't understand. Do you have anything in pop culture, Kiki? Uh, Joe Jackson died, and I didn't care. Um, it reminded me of one of the many scenes from the seventeen-hour movie, The Jacksons: An American Dream, where little Michael Jackson threw a shoe at Joe and that was that made me cackle because I think, I think, I think Joe had like, killed, his, killed his like pet rat or whatever so he threw a damn shoe at Joe and he ran and hid and that was my favorite part of that movie there are so many quotables from that movie another Angela flawless ba- Angela Bassett I don't want you no more Angela Bassett is a perfect human being based on the Jacksons of <laughs> I mean she's already that bitch but that movie in particular, go to bed, Joseph. Who left this towel here? Tito! Who left this towel here? <laughs> go to bed, Joseph! Um, but yeah, um, Joe Jackson, I hope wherever you are that you are happy. Oh, also, um, not Blanket, Prince. Prince Jackson? Is that his Ooh. name? Is that his name? Was yeah. Michael really shady and named, named him Prince? Um, Prince Jackson told y'all to put some respect on Joe Jackson's name. And to stop talking about his granddaddy. That's all I gotta say about that. Does he not know? You know what? Never mind. If he wants to remember the good times, <laughs> who am I? Who are me to judge? 
Um, LeBron is going to the Lakers. I know a lot of you fake ass non Laker fans are probably excited. That's amazing. It's going to be so wonderful to watch y'all jump from the Warriors dick onto the Lakers. Um, shout out to LeBron, though. I mean, 154 million. Yeah, I I wouldn't turn it down. Jamar is very excited for the my fiance is a diehard Lakers fan, and I I say that truly because I have I have pictures of him from like middle school going to Lakers games. So he's a very diehard fan. Um, my fiance is a very sports oriented person. So the free agency period of the NBA has had our house in a tizzy for the past two weeks. I have heard ESPN when I wake up on. <laughs> from the TV in our bedroom and when I go to sleep at night Jamar is looking at the fucking ESPN channel and he's watch- he's watching trade news. Um so yeah, good for LeBron. Um Boogie Cousins is went to the Warriors and I'm just like, damn. I don't even what? know who the fuck that is. Long story short, Boogie Cousins going to the Warriors is a slap in the face. And everybody's on the Warriors. <laughs> it is mainly because he that man literally sacrificed money, which in reality he's still he's still gonna be a millionaire. But the thing about it is he he turned down more money just so he could like ride the bench. Well, Boogie won't Boogie probably won't I mean half the, the Lakers bench. have been doing that for years when Kobe was there, so I don't see the problem. Speak on it. Speak on it. <clears throat> I'm just gonna say and I get back. I mean, the one <laughs> the one good thing is that celebrities are actually going to start going to Lakers games again. Like, remember when Jack Nicholson used to go? Like, Jack Nicholson stopped going. Oh, you know it was he stopped going. Sis stopped I didn't going. Know he stopped going. I thought he was like Spike Lee. I thought he oh, was no. there till the- Jack Nicholson I- said, fuck this. This is enough of my coins y'all going to get for these courtside seats. Goodbye. That's interesting. I thought Jack Nicholson, because everyone says Spike Lee is the black Jack Nicholson of the Knicks, and the Knicks are fucking awful, and Spike Lee is still there <laughs> looking like somebody's <laughs> grandma standing up on Easter Sunday. It's so cold in the hey! east. Like, the, the, east, the east has nothing. Okay, go ahead, LeBron. Get your coin. I'm not mad at you. Get, black man, get your money. Get your money. And shout out to his wife Savannah because her titties are immaculate. At least you know um, be at the Laker games more. And Rihanna. Oh, can you imagine all three of them talking? Never mind. I'm not. Just have a just have a concert. I'm right not there. gonna. I'm not gonna perpetuate that rumor because I I don't I don't know where that rumor came from, but I'm not gonna perpetuate. I like the idea of that rumor. Um, Steph Curry's wife had a baby boy, Cannon. Yes, is he? I don't, I know I'm not supposed to like Aisha Curry, but I, I enjoy her. She's cool people. I don't mind her when her mouth's closed. Um, Tia Maori had a baby girl named Cairo. She is adorable. I cannot handle it. That baby put my ovaries into like a meltdown. <sighs> Cam Newton's girlfriend. Yes. She's a baby mama. Had a baby. She's a baby mama. Just call it. This is like I feel like she's had a baby every year for the past three years. Am I correct? Her body is not hers. Her body. She has looked. Literally, she has had three babies back to back over the course of four years. Four, Nigga, put a fucking ring on it. If you're not gonna put the Nuva ring on it, just put a fucking wedding ring on it. Like, stop playing Sip games. Alkaline water. Give that woman a ring. Um, I think that's. I mean, all these babies, all these celebrity babies being born. Um, I think that's it. Thank God, Black China. Okay, goodbye. Ooh. Next subject. <laughs>
Black China is dating another child, but that's another T for another time. That Black China's um lawyer is her his is her pimp. Her madam. Well, no, he's a man. The um man Walter, not Lisa. Oh, he's a pimp. I'm not going. When are we going to have the serious discussion about Black China and how she needs to be locked up? We need to. Everyone says that I'm being over dramatic by calling her a predator, but. No, sis is if straight the red up. bottom fits. I likes to call you Chris Hansen. Hey! <laughs> um, let's move on to some TV talk. Do you want to go scripting or reality first? Okay, I'm going to admit to you that I have had my nose in a couple books. I know. So, um, my TV time has been slightly reduced. So this is all you, bro. You got this. I feel this. like I've talked so much on this episode already. <laughs> it's your week. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I feel like I'll always be talking. And I feel, like the, I feel like the listeners, like all five listeners who listen to us, they probably like, that fat bitch always got her <laughs> mouth open. Eat something shut the fuck up. We can hit it and quit it in TV. I mean, what are you watching? Um, So I had been hearing all of this hype surrounding the last two episodes of Basketball Lives. And I was like, y'all better be fucking playing with me because this season has been garbage. <laughs> it has been hot shit on toast. And apparently now all of a sudden, it's it's like some shit going down. That happens every season of Basketball Lives, though. Like, the whole season is boring, and right before the season ends, they put out, like, probably one or two mm-hmm. decent episodes. So, um, apparently, Sh- not Shawnee, Tammy and Evelyn are back to hating each other this season, whatever. Jen and Evelyn are friends again, and now Tammy's mad because Jen and Evelyn are friends again. So, Tammy uses Pastor John Gray and his wife, First Lady Aventer, and they're telling her, you know, you need to leave this reality personality you have as a ratchet person behind. A bully. You need to leave it behind. They're saying you need to try and make peace with these girls. But it's not a piece where y'all need to kiss and make up. It's just a piece of clearly we are never going to be close. Let's just agree to disagree and, you know, be civil. That is what Pastor John Gray has told Tammy to do. Tammy is going, Tammy used God to set up a messy ass drama fest. She ought to be ashamed of herself. Sounds about right. So Tammy says she wants, she tells everyone, I want to do this retreat, which I find interesting that y'all want to do retreats on at rooftop bars. What what the fuck is that? <laughs> so you basically want to talk shit and drink. Just say you're doing Thank that. You. Say, Tammy, just say you wanted a place where you could smoke your Newport. I know, I know LA is health crazy. You could have just said, I want to go to a venue where I can smoke my Virginia Slims in peace. That's all you had to say, sis. But you want to lie on God's name. Anyway, so Tammy says she wants to have this retreat. But before she tell us, Shiny, I got something to tell you. It's a rumor that's about you and blah, blah, blah. I hate it. I got something to tell you, ass and bitch. Sean, I remember Shiny said, if it's so important, why don't you just tell me? She's like, I'll wait. And I feel like the fact that Shine didn't kick her in her skinny ass neck then. Very skinny I'm neck. I'm not, I'm not, ugh, anyways. 
So they get there, and they're her and Jen are going back and forth. And Evelyn's kind of just sitting back, and she's like, "Why are y'all? Why are y'all going at it so bad?" And Shawnee's like, "Well, y'all talking about this rumor, but I want to know how does it affect me." So Jen goes. Tammy told me that there's a rumor out that Evelyn fucks your ex, and they blur out the guy's name. Now, some people are saying it's Shawnee's ex, Shaq. Some people are saying it's Shawnee's ex, Marlon, a.k.a. that super young dude she dated for, like, six years after her. I'm going to tell you why I think it's Shaq. They, so, so I read somewhere that it says it was Shaq because she says Shawnee actually called, and Shaq was like, are you fucking kidding me? You think I did what? So Shaq, when she started this show, I think he had papers drawn up where she could never really mention his right. name ever. Right. Shaq has enough coins to do that. Her ex-boyfriend, Marlon, he don't have two nickels to rub together. Right, and plus the way they blocked it, it's not, I hate to say, I, say, I hate to sound like an English grammar Nazi, but it was a one syllable and not like, it was like, Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> Shaq said, don't ever fucking mess up my current coinage that I'm getting. You already stole some money. I stole. Hid some money away from me. I let you get your little platform. Don't ever mention my name on your show. Ever. Mm-hmm. So I'm 100% convinced of yeah. Shaq. Evelyn, you nasty. You want that big cross-eyed it, it monster on top of you? The thing. So it turns out that basically, now here's where shit gets really funky. Because Shawnee, of course, is just like, well, Shawnee said her issue was even if that was, well, even though we, we now know it's not true, you sitting there spreading that shit, my kids, my that could affect my children and how they think of their father. Because they could just be like, so mom is friends with this woman, and this woman done been around us and our family for like going on 13-something years, and this is the woman you choose to cheat on my mama with? Like, are you high? So she was just like, Y'all, whoever started this rumor, whoever wanted to bring this up, you didn't think about the repercussions of the innocent people involved. And Evelyn was just like, if Evelyn's issue was she was mad at Jim, but she said at the same time, she it's not that she understood, but she was like, if we weren't friends, any malicious behavior from you is not really surprising. However, Correct. My issue is with Tammy because Tammy... Comma pause. Yeah. She was like, my issue with Tammy because Tammy knew that this was a rumor from a year ago and she basically didn't say anything because while Jen and Evelyn weren't friends, Tammy was cool with Jen, but Tammy was also cool with Evelyn, I guess, when they filmed the last season. So... Evelyn was like, so you sat on this for a year, but now that you and I aren't getting along, now all of a sudden it's this important secret that has to come out, and you just have to tell everyone. It's just been sitting on your conscience, and you're doing it because your pastor told you you should be a better person. Did anything else happen besides um, anybody not fucking Shaq? Or was that the main thing? Um... Tammy said that she thinks that Evelyn lied about Chad hitting her in the head. That's disgusting. Which I, she, her, her motive for saying it was, you get in girls' faces all the time, so I'm pretty sure you probably headbutted. It was something to the illusion of, 
you caused this on yourself or you made him hit you or you you hurt yourself but you blamed him that was what she alluded to <sighs> it's fucking disgusting Tammy you're a piece of shit I don't and your neck is non-existent I don't understand because I'm reading a lot of you I remember you telling me about how the reality TV pages have like the snippets from shows on Instagram Mm-hmm. That's a rabbit hole, Instagram y'all. TV. That's a rabbit hole, y'all. Do not want to fall down. I spent three hours. If you're ever suffering from insomnia, that does not help. I was because like, let me tell you, the explore page on Instagram—that's <laughs> where the devil is. The explore. Oh, you are so right. You must have listened to the read this. No, I, I actually have. The read actually <laughs> talks about how the explore page is the devil, specifically because of the damn reality TV pages. It's the reality TV pages, and that's where I get a majority of my tea and my mess from. Yeah, I don't blame you. It's like six degrees of separation. Don't get caught up on the Explore page, y'all. Literally, after- in between garlic crabs, you get reality TV show fights. Oh, garlic crabs. And um, <laughs> frontal vendors. <laughs> Instagram, please get rid of these scamming ass frontal sellers. I'm tired of seeing mink lashes following me. Anyway, but yeah, um, some of the comments under the reality pages where like the videos and scenes from the show are posted, they're like, Tammy's right, Evelyn's a bitch, and blah blah blah. And even if Chad did do that to her, she deserves it, blah blah blah. Um, I don't think I'll ever have a level of disdain for a woman, regardless of whatever she do to me. That's between she and I. I'm never going to wish a situation where. A nigga beat her ass and then cracked her head open. I'm sorry. I I don't I don't understand how, in the words of my grandmother, what does that have to do with the price of tea in China? You can sit here and kiki and Fuji la la with these bitches all day long on IG television or reality TV, whatever it is you want to do. The second you punch out from that little ratchet ass job and you go home and what happens in your relationship? That's none of my business. So, that's all I have for Basketball Wilds LA. Tammy, you're a piece of shit. Like, I hope your Virginia slip burns you in your sleep. Alrighty, can we take a, another break? Yes. Alrighty, let's take a break and then we'll be coming right back. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so Real Housewives of Atlanta, you have an update for us. Mm-hmm. So they've started filming. Um, as everyone knows, Greg has been diagnosed with cancer. I'm not sure what type. I've, I've been hearing pancreatic cancer, but... I think you may actually be right. There's no official word, but pancreatic is the main one I've been seeing floating around. So, um... Basically, around this, the round, like I want to say a week after Greg got diagnosed, Nini was set to open a new branch of her boutique in Miami. So now that her and Portia are friends again, and you know they all cool, Portia was like, <sighs> something for them. So apparently, this trip also got her cool with Marlo and Candy. 
Word on the street is they're setting this up so that when they bring in Phaser midseason, Candy and Portia <sighs> will be aligned again. But I don't understand that because Portia has said she and Phaser are still friends. So I don't get that part. But Ice King has still not filmed. <laughs> I, I, do, we need, do we need Phaedra back? Do we need Phaedra back? I don't really think there's a place for like I don't think out as much as we joke and say it I don't think there's a place for Phaedra anymore on Real House. I want some new blood. I'm so tired of the same old cast. I'm tired. I want them to scrap everyone to be honest. Like. That's how I feel. Rub the slate clean. They do it so many times with all of the other franchises. Like like half the cast will be brand new people. Why like I, I what does Portia have going on really? I couldn't tell you. What does Nene have going on besides like? And I feel like that Greg stuff needs to be played off camera, because that's Ain't real exactly life. Exactly right. He passed out while filming. Yeah, like I don't, I don't, I don't want to see that. I, 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 it, I, it's a no for me. Um, I remember. It, I know it's not a franchise anymore, but I remember with the Real Housewives of Miami, lit. they did the first season lit with ooh lit. Real Housewives of Miami was lit. Well, you remember the first season, it was Larsa Pippen. Yes. And a bunch of these other hoes. So, and then, like, when they came back, they went on a hiatus for, like, three years. Then they came back, and with the exception of two women. Two people, people stayed on. Yeah. They brought in <laughs> new everyone. And I was like, oh, bitch. Molly Cal- and they were all messy as fuck. Messy. I, why did Andy get rid of the Real Housewives of Miami? I don't get it. I don't. I think they had gotten to a point where they couldn't really work together because none of them liked each other. Like Once it was again, getting like real life messy, and that's my scrap all them holes and do it again. Okay. <laughs> we see Real Housewives of DC never had but one season after they tried to fuck up the Obamas' um White House correspondence dinner. Mm-hmm. So, so they rebranded as, <laughs> as Potomac, so re- right? Right. They rebranded as Potomac. And so, speaking of Potomac, there's some weird shit going. Well, not weird shit, but like, I, they're dragging this beef out between Monique and Robin, and I don't understand why. Um, I actually feel like the the room, not the rumor, but the general consensus of this show has been Robin is only mad at Monique because Giselle isn't mad, it doesn't like Monique and at first I was like, I think that's a bit dramatic. Based on the last episode I saw, I genuinely feel like Robin needs to make some decisions for herself I'm not going to drag Robin like a lot of these other podcasts there's a podcast in particular that they drag Robin every episode they record about the Real Housewives of Potomac I can't get with that shit because when you got shit going on in real life, I can't make fun of that. But what I can say is <laughs> the issue... Do they drag she, her because she's broke? They drag her because she's broke. They drag her because she's a... Not, well, yeah, because like, she has an athletic build and they drag her because her voice isn't a typical like Susie Homemaker voice. Like, mm-hmm. I think one of them referred to her as a tranny voice at one point, which I was just like, oh, no. 
Oh, they do that on New York with Luann. Oh, they call her Luann, the Countess. Yeah, I, I can't. Damn. Like I said, I can't get with that. Like if we was dragging her because she was being a shitty person, I'm all for it. I can't get with that talking. I, I can't do that. Karen is still lying. I don't. And know wearing why. bad wigs. I don't. I don't know why y'all. Because like. While I can say that Karen is not as annoying as she was to me in seasons one and two, I don't understand why I go up for Karen like she's not problematic. Karen is lying. She's fucking up the church's money. Her husband is setting her up so that when he goes away to prison, she won't have to do anything but run the businesses. Um, Candace, girl, you had a full-blown panic attack. Because your man said you were acting like a spoiled brat. So you called him everything but a child of God. And you basically told him that he was a fuckboy just like his daddy. All because he told you you should learn how to do some shit for yourself. Girl. Girl. In addition to getting some reality about this high high, high hog wedding you want to do with no money. You need to get a grip on reality, and you also need to gr- get a grip on them wigs you selling. <laughs> Agreed. I wouldn't sell, but I wouldn't advertise that I have a hair company if my hair always looked like shit. I'm just saying, lumpy ass frontals. Um, yeah, Real Housewives of Potomac is doing something weird. Like everyone is fighting, and I do not. I don't think they know why they fight, and that's the weird thing. But congratulations to Monique; she's pregnant with her third baby. I so. saw that on Insta. I wish her a very happy pregnancy. I, I want I want her to actually take a break though, and not. I feel like if there's any time to realize that your first world problems are truly first world problems, is during pregnancy. Stop trying to be woe is me and actually hire some help. You got the money. Your man got the money. What? Like, what's the problem? He's not going nowhere. He really isn't. He don't got nothing else to do. So there's that. Um, he looks do- like the shark from Shark Tales. Have you noticed that his eyes are on the side of his head? They're so. He's got brandy eyes. <laughs> you. Like y'all, y'all never knows how far apart Brandy's eyes are. Like very intergalactic. Like xenon. Zoom, okay. zoom, zoom. We make my heart boom, boom. <laughs> but yeah. Um. Also, very messy. Uh, another messy thing with Potomac. This whole thing they're doing with Sherman's ex-wife and Giselle. That's messy. Stop lying and saying they were friends. They were not friends. That's so messy, and that's like season one theatrics. It really is. Because my thing is, if I don't have your number and my cell phone, we're not friends. That's my honest opinion of it. She's like, she's telling people we were friends, but we weren't really, we know each other because we were in the same circle, but in a place that's predominantly white, that's like at USC, but when we talk about black USC, USC was a PWI, but all the black people knew each other. Like, if there's mm. a small amount of us, we're all going to know each other's names. But yeah, Potomac, I, they're going to have to get their shit together to end this season because what's happening right now 
I think production's gonna really regret it. Um, they're gonna be filming the reunion soon. I, I still stand by my, I still stand by my statement that the season has been way more drama filled and exciting than the whole season of Real Housewives of Atlanta. But at this point. They're sacrificing excitement, and now it's just really petty. And y'all are, like, not old, but y'all are grown women. Y'all got to get y'all shit together. Um, That's it, I think. Black Ink Crew was weird. I don't know what they got going on. I refuse to comment on that show because it's so fabricated, and it's bad acting. It's, like, bad Tyler Perry acting. Oh, not Tyler Perry. I said it. Tyler not Perry the haves and the have nots, Jesus. Oh gosh, it's it, if you, of course, get caught up on the Explore page on Instagram, you will see how scripted and how fake that fucking show is. And Ooh. it really makes me wonder, like, are y'all really that broke that y'all are willing to risk your so-called marriages, your relationships, your puss for a VH1 paycheck? Goodbye. Hmm. hmm. I just Ryan's weird. Everything you see is a lie. (laughs) First of all, what pages is you looking at? Because you need to forward them pages my way. Fake. Here's the thing about Instagram: when you're in that insomnia fever pitch, I don't archive these, but it's just a lot of like people. For I don't want to ruin the fantasy for people who actually watch the show and enjoy. But people who say they're going through troubles and they're broken up, just happily cheesing together on Instagram. They're behind the scenes um, footage oh, yeah. of people, got together. people fighting, like, uh, people filming, like, fight scenes, and they're just saying rehearsed line. Like, it's just, it's a mess. It's a mess. Fabrication. Wucha, the ghetto. Wucha, Chile, the ghetto. Wucha, Chile, that's funny. But, yeah, that's all I got. But, um... Yeah, um, scripted television. I don't think I don't think I'm watching anything scripted. I started watching Love Is on OWN. It's really good. Um, yeah, <sighs> but that's because you got Mar Brock Akil. I wanted to watch that. Wrong. I want to. I want to wait until that show's over to watch it because. So I saw the 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 female lead. And I saw a trend that I'm seeing in a lot of black shows that I'm not particularly happy with. I just want to see some dark-skinned people that, dark-skinned women that look like me in lead roles. That's all I have to say. That's That's fair. That's all I have to say. I'm not trying to hate on the show. The show actually looks good. I see when people watch it, they tweet. It looks good. I'm just tired of the main character being a racially ambiguous black woman. But then the sideline character and supporting character being. Yes. Mm-hmm. I feel you. That's just Tell me that personally. A... I still want to watch the show. Tell that to Amanda Stellenberg, but you didn't hear that from me. We need more representation. Um, and that's all I have to say about that. I Do you have wait. a final note? Uh, yeah, that is my final note. Can we please get some better representation? bringing up Amanda Stenlenberg and she's going to be in that movie called The Hate You Give. Mm-hmm. Which the author already said some problematic things about um, 
just not believing that the actual girl on the cover of the book is the girl, the main character in the book. That's fine. She doesn't have to be a dark-skinned girl with kinky hair. That's fine. But as an author, aren't you choosing the cover art on the book? Isn't that what's going to make people stop and read your book? So if you don't want us to emphasize that the cover of the book has a dark-skinned girl on it, you know what? Never mind. I don't have time for the read. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just saying, stand behind what you do and don't try to backtrack for a paycheck. There are so many beautiful dark-skinned girls that could have taken that role. We have Ryan Destiny from Star, Nefessa from Black Lightning. You have an entire cat. And don't say it's age because they can play teenagers. You have half the cast of Dare White People. You have beautiful Black young women on our TV screens. But when it comes to Hollywood and putting a mainstream movie out there, we choose someone who's light-skinned. And I think her skin I haven't read the book I want to read the book but I think her skin tone has a lot to do with the main plot of the story and how it has to deal with the Black Lives Matter movement Mm -hmm. you have the guy who plays Archie Andrews from Riverdale in the movie Josie could have been the lead the girl who plays Josie from Josie and the Pussycats lead in the movie you would have brought over all of their fans and you choose to put Amanda's what's her last name Stellenberg yes you choose to put her in the main role which I get is Hollywood somebody you got to put a name or a face that people are going to recognize so I'm not faulting her for taking a job because she faced so much hate from being in the Hunger Games even when she was a little girl um for uh their fans didn't think that Rue was black I believe yeah that was the issue if they read the book I think the author clearly stated that the girl was black but, um, but you know, you know, white people don't. Let me let's not, let's not get on the topic of people. These fan wars, Star Wars fans are incredibly racist. Like, mm-hmm. I, I just want to see J.R. Binks almost kill himself. Jar Jar Binks, yeah. Jar Jar Binks, sorry, yeah. Yeah, it's, I just want to see more representation in my TV and my films. So far, mm-hmm. the only thing I have is Insecure. Insecure is the oh, blackest yeah. show on TV. <laughs> oh yeah, insecure is insecure is coming back. Um, I do like for the past two seasons, I have done insecure recaps every Tuesday on my Facebook page. But I'm thinking <laughs> of making them separate episodes, separate weekly segments for the podcast. I'm down for that because insecure is a like good at show. This point, I feel like we need to get some more traffic to the podcast. So it's like if you want to hear my thoughts about insecure, go listen to the podcast. <laughs> And also, oh, if there are shows out there with black women that we may not know about or web series, please let us know. I would love to watch them. I can't lie and say I would love to watch them because so sometimes y'all. Be I said good shows movies. and good web. Oh series. yeah, good shows. Yes, <laughs> yes. I watch it. Don't just be showing me your um cousin Pookie's IG IG film show like Chasing Atlanta. <laughs> I do not need to see that. Emphasis on good shows. I forgot the nigga novella came back last week. Oh my god, Power? Yeah, do you watch That's another show. I watch Power. I've been watching Power for a while now, but this is a show that I can only, I can't watch it week to week anymore. Because that shit was really hard, especially last season when the last three episodes, like, got leaked. 
Oh, yeah. I remember that. I'm going to wait until the season finale, and then I'm going to watch all of the episodes. So y'all can have at it. Let me know when Lala shows her titties again, and I'll be there. Yeah. First episode was cool. Um, I'm not I'm into power, but I'm not as into it as other people are. But I, I started doing recaps on power too. Um, what the fuck was up with that small ass casket y'all gave Raina? I saw but that on Facebook. Did was, they let... <laughs> I'm not I'm not gonna do it. I'm not gonna do it. I'm not gonna do it. Um my Did they like fold that... her in half and put her in the casket? Did they cremate her? Like what the fuck? I think they got it confused and they got Judy Winslow, you know, the baby who will ever talk, who's on power, who like disappeared for two seasons. I think they confused her for Raina and put her in the casket because that that is not an off-brand theory. Okay, that casket was the size of my thumb. Now, I know stars got money. (laughs) What the? Okay. Sorry, I, I was drinking water and I almost choked. <laughs> um, my on that note goes to a very simple statement. And I want y'all to hear me loud and clear when I say this. I don't care how much money you make. I don't care how many followers you got on IG, Twitter. I don't care what your influence Followers that you bought. Whoop, girl. Um, the tea on that. But I don't care what your status is. Have some fucking manners when people talk to you. Okay? Okay. Can I add on to that? Yes. If you come into my Twitter at K-D-A-S-H Dior, loud and wrong, I will send you back where you belong, beloved. That's all I have to say. All right, y'all. That's been another episode. (laughs) If you come for me, I'll send you back. In Rena's casket. All right. Thank y'all for tuning in. Follow us on. (laughs) (laughs) I just wanted every now and then people on Twitter get me fucked up and I just have to remind them. I'm not going. That God is working on me. Like I said, I'm not even getting into that. I'm just saying in general because I noticed that's a problem that 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 you should expound like, more on that. Like if you are an influencer and someone asks you just a general question or just wants to show love, just have some manners. That that's literally all. Like this I, I'm good I, love I, mentality that's been going around on social media is it, it's it's getting really bad. I also want y'all to stop putting I don't want my energy abused. I don't like that energy on things because y'all are making y'all are think you think you're saying one thing, but you're applying it to situations where the reality is if you weren't so fucking dense, you wouldn't be in the situation <laughs> to begin with. Um, a person who disagrees with the problematic shit you say trying to fuck up your energy. They're just saying hey, you saying some problematic off-brand shit, you can continue to say it. I'm just letting you know it's problematic. But then you want to talk about, I must protect my energy at all costs. It's so important not to have people around you who disagree with what you say. Stop it. Cut the fucking shit.
y'all hate people who hide behind energy like yes it's very important to protect your energy but you Mm -hmm. also have to give out those positive vibes as well you can't expect everybody to bring treasure to your porch and you throwing out trash thank you that that is it that's literally it i think y'all here because we live in a wave where the the emphasis on mental health is is hugely amplified now i'm really trying yes. to get together because i don't want to cuss too bad i still want to be professional this is actually the grad student talking y'all have to be very careful how y'all manipulate themes and mental health and mental fortitude to fit y'all funky ass lives <laughs> some of y'all are out here funky ass energies harmful things and then blaming it on or attributing it to that's just me taking care of my mental health. There are ways to take care of your mental health, but it's also important to understand that while you expect certain things from other people, you need to be very well and aware and hold yourself accountable for what you project into the universe and what you project and unpack and unload onto other people. Be mm. mindful that you want people to be mindful of you and all your shit you want people to be mindful about how oh i'm not a morning person oh i don't like when people tell me when i'm wrong you need to be mindful about how you speak to people and how you say things because while y'all want to talk about intentions no one wants to talk about impact and that's the problem Mm. y'all weren't y'all talking about well i meant it as that's wonderful i don't give a flying fuck what you meant to say what you said and the impact from it is something that you clearly were not prepared for. And now, and that's also where these horrible apologies come from. I apologize if you felt. No, I apologize for how my words made you feel. If it was not your intention, you can say that. But if you're not going to apologize for the ramifications that were a result of your harmful ass rhetoric, you don't need to apologize at all. Keep that shit. Keep that same energy if you didn't mean it. STL. <sighs> you just spoke a word into my life, and I just hope. I really want people to stop hiding behind these social social media personas and these personalities because it's gotten to the point where everybody's just fucking mean. That's for no for no reason. Like, what happened to uplifting and empowering each other? And I don't mean the person with a million followers. I mean, the person that you grew up with down the street who you know, because at the end of the day, you take all this social media shit away, you're still just a regular, regular, schmegula person. Also... And who the fuck um, raised you? <laughs> my last point is, because I'm, I'm really in this for real, but my last point is I want y'all to understand that while there is space for us to coexist, especially as Black women, while there is space for us to coexist and to learn from each other and to build each other up. We are, none of us are free of flaw. And none of, uh, none of us are ascended to a place where we are without critique. Granted, some of y'all's critiques is invalid and it's self-serving and it's quite, it's quite, it's for show. However, if someone is trying to tell you that you are doing something that is out of character or it's not in line. You need to be able to once again discern whether or not this person is just telling me that they don't like something because they're trying to be petty or is it because 
I did something that is fundamentally abhorrent and I need to atone for that. I think y'all think that as women, we all have to be happy-go-lucky with each other because we're women. Just like all your skin folk, ancient kin folk, just because we all have vaginas does not mean that we all have to like agree with everything. That's not how, that's not constructive. It's not productive to live in a world where people uh, where people deny you the reality of your consequences and your actions because you share similar circumstances. It's not right, and it's detrimental to your success. You're not going to have anything to fall back on once you act, because once you get from a space where everyone is a yes man and everyone is telling you stuff because they want to, like, you know, want to be in your space. And um, what was it that was told to me? Because you're not getting your way or whatever. I want y'all to understand that once you come into contact with another person who is not in those shared similar circumstances, they're not going to care about who told you yes. That don't affect them. It's all about that current conversation. And if you are problematic, they're going to check you on it. You can go and cry boohoo and cry wolf all you want to. It's not going to change the fact that you did something really fucked up and you did something messy. So understand that while we want to protect power and we want to take care of each other and be our sister's keeper, part of being your sister's keeper is also pulling her to the side and being like, hey, let's just take a chill pill. There's a way to do that where it's more helpful (laughs) than harmful. Mm-hmm. Amen I'm not gonna blow smoke up nobody's ass. Mm-hmm. Let's empower, Amen let's uplift, and let's protect each other, ladies. Woo! <sighs> that was a that 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 read just came across. It was it wasn't on purpose. I promise y'all, I, that was not planned. But I, it was necessary. It, it needed to be said because I've been seeing a lot of that, not just within that situation that we're referencing. Mm-hmm. But a lot on social media. Yeah. I saw a post where a girl, well, she had her CNA graduation. I'm still pissed off about that. That girl said, congrats on your $9.50. Like, I that comment wasn't necessary. And you're a leader. The, what about, have you seen the one where the girl was like a homeless woman came to my job? That was disgusting. Like, I really got sick just looking at that tweet. When I worked at a bank, um, in the middle of downtown, a lot of homeless people would come in. Can I have coffee? Can I have water? Of course. I would never want to deny someone like human basic rights. I would always have women come in and ask if we're hiring. We would never have paper applications, but I would always, I don't care if they had ripped jeans, a hole in their shirt, no matter what. If they're asking for a job opportunity, who am I to deny them? I would write out the website of my bank and tell them what positions were open every time. I never turned a person away. Mm-hmm. So for that girl to tweet that, I hope she doesn't have a job next week. I really hope she doesn't because it sounds like she she talks like she's doing this super important job. Oh, okay, so I know you got a super important boss who would love to hear how you out here talking to people crazy and then staring and then once again being loud and wrong. And then because people don't agree with you, it's, why are you hating on me? Why are you so mad? What's the big deal? And I then the friends are like, it. they're mad. Like, no, nobody's mad. We're disappointed in you. 
Mm-mm-mm. I just have one question after this. Yes, ma'am. Kiki, do you love me? Are you riding? <laughs> you never, never leave from beside me. Because I want you. And I need you. And I'm down for you. It's been 24 hours and I have heard that aimed at me 50 times. What more do free you JT. want from me? Free JT. <laughs> Yes, free my nigga G- JT um of the City Girls. I know she did. I know she did some shit, but like free her. I don't care. Okay, since we're securing the bag, <laughs> thank you. And no offense, in Atlanta and Miami, scamming is a way of life. I'm sorry. You are a product of your environment. Sis was just trying to get ahead and make a better life for herself. We have people out here killing people for no reason. Lock them up. Sis was just trying to get her coin in straight. JT, we miss you, girl. We miss you, girl. (laughs) Come back and snatch me ball, sis. I'm ready. Period. Period. Bye, y'all. Bye.